Look at talk. Brand new episode starts now. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Look at Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. This is the season four finale. Ladies and gentlemen, it has been a season. We done came to the end of the road. I want to thank everybody that's been pouring up with us, been riding with us, because truly, this was the toughest season of Look at Talk. This season tested my patience with podcasting because, you know, I thought season two was tough. Having one co-host walk out on you and then having another one just blatantly on the episode showing no respect for you by saying you're just sexually frustrated. I forgive that co-host, but, you know, yeah, they said they they literally said that. But this season... It, it tested me on whether or not, you know, uh, I was dedicated because when life is just saying, fuck you and just kicking your ass, are you still going to put up an episode? And that's my question, all you podcasters out there. And also, I done apply for um, a couple of podcast conventions to speak at. If you're hearing this, you're going to hear this passion. You're going to hear me talk about why people need to keep going, even when life is kicking your ass. So if yep. you got to listen to this, you need to go ahead and choose your boy to speak at your podcast convention, you know. So go ahead. We're going to manifest. I'll be there. But nevertheless, I got the two fellas with me. I got the Don B. He's holding it down in Texas right now. What up, Don? I'm out in this motherfucker. Thank you for having me yet again. Um, yeah, happy to be here as always. Good to see y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What up, Juggy? He holding down in the Berg. What's up, hey. Juggy? What's up, my man? You know, I'm always excited to be here. Men's Only Podcast. It's the therapy that we need. Yes, it is the therapy that we need. And this is how we close out the season finale. We closed out season three together. Fuck it, let's close out season four together. We done brought in episode 200 together. Fellas, what's something y'all gonna remember about our times this season? What's something y'all gonna remember about season four of doing the Men's Only Round? Who could forget? Who for, could forget me taking one for the team, being the battering ram on the last time we had some some guests on? They just yeah. went at me as if as if I was Jesus about to die on the cross, boy. <laughs> they me up high and wide, and they took shots, shotgun shots, shots, everything. They they did the ordinance from Call of Duty on me, blew me out the water, man. I just, <laughs> but you know what? I'm built for tough out here, boy. You can't stop this. When I land, I'm 10 toes down. So that's definitely one of my, my biggest memories, my best memories, really, this season. I feel like it made me a better podcaster and even more than that, a better person. Come on, that's now. That's real. That is so real, bro. Like, we were all sitting there. I'm like, I'm like, I remember that episode too because. That's probably the memory. I remember that episode because that's the longest podcast I've ever did. I remember for that reason. And also to watch how they were just so fascinated with the married man. Me and Don over here, Team Single Supremacy, we just chilling. I'm like, we trying, we trying to get into we trying to get in the game. And they just <laughs> leaving, leaving us alone. They just coming after Juggy and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. and also I will remember, shout out to the ladies we had on before. Um, because they were cool as well, but they ain't come after you like that. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely the highlight I would feel like of the season. But I mean they didn't come, but I mean they were heavy hitters, period. They probably hit my business. That I was just like I like to play this mysterious character, but they was out here on us. They they didn't spare no expense. 
So it was a good time. But every time we get together is a good time. I, don't, I hate to say it like that, but um, what I didn't like about them was it did remind me to have a little more fun on these things. I feel like we be getting so, we go so deep sometimes. Yeah, we do. And, I, and I'll take the, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. take the bullet for that because I love to go deep on some shit. Like let's have a real conversation. But that was fun because it kind of loosened up some things and made stuff a little more goofy. So um, it was wild. But it's been a great season. So. Yes, I like like Don. I'll take the bullet on that one too. Cause when we get together, we go deep. Because nobody's doing this shit. Nobody is coming together. Only time men do come together. Other men they come together. They come together to bash women. They come together to talk about what they don't like in women and stuff. And I just be like, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to come out here and clean up the mess. Which that's why I like this man. And, and, and you know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said at the top, you know what I'm saying? It's therapy for us. And more than yeah. therapy, like, you know, if you don't have nobody holding you accountable, you ain't growing. If you ain't growing, you're stagnant. I don't know about yeah. y'all, but I don't want to stay in the pigsty. I want to get to the yeah, New York right. trip at some point, if you see what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to stay in the mess my whole life. I want to grow. I want to get better. I want to experience more. I want to experience the best that life has to offer. And I feel like we do that here on the men's uh, only round, man. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think that it's important to um, realize that you don't know everything, you know. Yeah. Um, okay. And I, as a know-it-all, self-proclaimed, I enjoy these conversations where I like have a, I make a point, and then I hear someone else's point of view, and I'm like, I never fucking thought about that. Like, you know, we all have different experiences, and that's the beauty about these conversations is we come at it with our own unique perspectives of things and. Just challenging. If you're not growing, you're dying. So <laughs> that's real. If you're not growing, you're dying, and that's so real. And like I said, I look forward to continuing these conversations. And by the way, we're gonna continue these conversations over the summer, even though Look at Talk is gonna be on a break. We're gonna bring it to the people now, so y'all tune in the Instagram lives and stuff. We're gonna be chopping up with y'all, and we're gonna be answering some questions that come up in the questions. Because I remember the last time we did that, we had some very good feedback and stuff. We had some very good questions we got to talk to the people so i hope y'all enjoy these men's on rounds half as much as we enjoy giving them to y'all because once again it, this was just everything you know this was probably the one podcast i did really did look forward to mm-hmm. just to come together chop it up with y'all man and i definitely appreciate y'all buying in because y'all didn't even have the buy-in y'all did y'all y'all could just said hell no because some men they don't want to tap in but y'all did i'm always mm-hmm. i'm highly appreciative of that man so it's like um, um, I really do appreciate y'all. Y'all are everything, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. It's love Likewise. both ways. Yeah, there's love Absolutely. both ways, man. It takes a whole team, and you know what I'm saying, in order to make this happen. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you got to make sacrifices, but the sacrifices are always for the greater good. It's like when you, for the nerds out there, when you're playing Yu-Gi-Oh! and you got your two monsters on the field, and you say, I sacrificed both of my monsters for the blue-eyes white dragon. Yeah, sometimes I remember you got to sacrifice for the greater good. Yeah, like yeah. sometimes you got to sacrifice. You got to bring out the big, you got to sacrifice the two small ones to bring out the big motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Every time, bro, you got to be able to take that risk. Yes, but yeah. y'all, y'all are everything, man. But let's get into it. Let's get into some topics. Let's let's just start with the controversial cool. topic. Y'all know where I'm going. I know what you're about to do. Yes, on, you know about I got to do it. I, I wasn't going to do it, but, but I we got you. stupid ass opinions, so we got we to gotta do it. What do we, we got to do? Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. Fellas, what the hell do y'all think of this decision by the Supreme Court 
to overturn Roe versus Wade. I'm like, what the fuck? But so, I'll let y'all get into it because. So, first of all, I just want to just be vulnerable and admit to the listeners about how, you know, toxic because you're talking about this rare situation. I thought you were talking about versus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here we go. Well, no, this is way more important than that. We'll get to that later. I was ready to go in on that. And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, this is important. Let me talk. Sir, serious. <laughs> Let's go ahead and out the way. Yes. All right. Um, ready. This shit is really crazy. So let me let me take a stab at this. Um, you know, I had a conversation with the wife about this. Um, oof, man, this is heavy, man. So number one, like from a, a Christian or from a religious perspective, there were people that were happy with this decision because they don't like the idea of abortion, right? But here's here's the here's the problem. Here's where people will have a real problem. When you take away this human right, you say, I do not have control for a woman who already didn't have as much rights as a man. You say, I don't do not have control over my own body, my own, I don't have any autonomy. Now you're setting the stage to strip all the other human rights, all the other amendments that Thank people you. have died mm-hmm. to get us. And black people, we know because we're still fighting for these same civil rights hundreds of years later. I'm just looking at this, and then our favorite Uncle Thomas, you know what I'm saying, said, I also would like to agree to ban contraceptives. And I really just, you know, I understand some guys, I guess, don't know that a lot of women take birth control to regulate their periods. Mm-hmm. You know, it just makes their life a hell of a lot easier because I don't bleed every month. Exactly. Exactly. We don't bleed every month. And, you know, um, it shouldn't even be our business anyways. Nope. There, there are so many other big fish to fry in the sea, and they chose to do this. So, you know, when they make a decision like this post-pandemic, there's no, you know, they don't really care about the babies, right? There is no universal health care. Nobody can afford health care. There's no baby formula. There's no child care credits, or at least not enough. They don't help with daycare. I could go down a long list. You know how expensive it is to have a kid in the hospital and the fact it's not covered by insurance companies? It costs you $100,000 to have a kid. 100000 100000 Damn. So I say all that to say I personally, personally, I'm only speaking for me, I do not like the idea of abortion. However, when you're talking about rape, and you're talking about the mom's life being in danger, they should have the, the ability to make the choice. And that's all I'm going to say. Go ahead, Don. I'm going to try to keep this short. Um, first thing I'm going to say is everything you listed, um, I agree with, as for all the things that why, why, why you care so much about bringing babies and we don't have formula to feed them or adequate things. I would argue that that's the point. Capitalism in this America only works if there's a bottom in poor people and this and the third. So that's another way of getting people in debt. 
get, have, having oh. a baby that you can't afford, and then you sitting around, you broke, you know, I'm, I hate to say it, but you've, you've seen the hood. You have three, four, five babies. You know what I mean? It's just like, um, I don't know. It's, they want that, and they, they, they complain, demonize you with like, y'all on welfare, y'all are just sitting up taking them all the money, and blah, 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 blah. But that's what keeps this whole system running. If we did stop, you know, having all babies, you know, abortion was just, you know, legal 100%. And it was this hard stop, which is never going to happen, but there was a hard freeze on, you know, childbirths, and we were like, fearing our population would go down. The whole society would collapse because we need people to exploit. So the more poor people get, keep having babies, the more to keep this whole thing up. Secondly, outside of all the technical reasons, I just don't find it anybody's business for what somebody should be doing. And I understand, like, people's, you know, People have the beliefs, like, oh, it's taking a life, and it's a second a third, or whatever. I just feel like that's not my business. I can tell about it all I want to, but I'm not, I I don't think I have any say in whether somebody comes up to me and says, I have an abortion. Now, I have friends that have had abortions, I have family members that have abortions. My mom had several abortions before she had me. Like, it's, I, a hundred understand the complication, though, and I'm not one of those people to say, yeah, just do what you want. Um, my sister, I um, hope she don't listen to this, but we'll keep it real. I'm not going to say which one I have for her, but when my sister reached out to me um, years ago because she was pregnant and she found, found herself wanting to have an abortion. Now, I can preach, preach, preach about abortion. It's, it's right, right. But in that moment, I felt like, should I do this? She, she asked me for the money for it. And I felt really convicted about it because I know that I know my family, they make, we, we all make rash decisions, and I just didn't want, I didn't want either side of that. I was like, I support what you want to do. I'm not going to say you shouldn't do this. I will give you the money, but I'm going to need you to talk this thing out, and let's figure out how we got here and what happened. You know what I mean? Like, if, if she told me how to talk to you, she asked me for the money, and then she told me, I want you to know why I'm asking for this. I'm thinking about having this done. And I was like, okay, well, let's talk about that. And you know, my niece is here now. I love her death, and I couldn't imagine life without her. But at the same time, if she wouldn't have been here, we never would know. So does it matter? Like, you know what I mean? It's not like if she would have gotten an abortion and we're going to sit around all it like, oh, the bullshit that would have been. We would have done. She'd have other kids. You know what I'm saying? So I think yeah. there's a lot of pressure put on the situation of decision making. And it's a life, sure. But there's a lot of things that we could go in when it comes to people in their lives and decisions that are made and how they affect different things. And you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just think that it's all control. It's not about women's health, survival, the health of our kids. Nope, they don't care. They don't care. They want people in debt. And that's all it is. Yeah. Now, I'm going to add on to both the points. Both y'all have made some fair points. I agree with everything y'all said. But there's one thing you didn't mention. You didn't mention the fact that that the real reason this shit is all going down is the white pop, white people are fearing that um that they gonna be the minority in like 2060 oh, or 2070. Yeah. That's, right. That's why they mm-hmm. force all this shit. And secondly, how I feel about it is this: I don't agree with somebody older than our grandparents trying to tell these young people <laughs> what to do. You are not in their situations. You are not living their life. You don't know where their mindset is. You don't know where their mental health is. You don't know if they have the heart to do it. You know what I'm saying? So. For them to be making these laws and stuff, it's like, no. Now, if I knew somebody that was pregnant, I would want them to have my baby, yeah, but I got to respect their decision. It's like, and no man should be telling a woman what to do with her body. It's like, it's amazing, and I also find it so amazing how our government can go in about this, go in about that, 
But ain't nobody saying shit about gun control. Ain't nobody saying shit about these high-ass gas prices. It don't make no fucking sense that I got to put damn near $70 to fill up my damn car. Nobody ain't saying shit about that. Inflation is fucking up everything, but yet the pace still remains the same. Them are things y'all could be talking about. But instead, y'all want to deal with this? Y'all want to bring more people into more debt? Man, this is some bullshit, y'all. And it's the thing. Um... It's all work, it all works together because people are not going to stop having abortions and they know that. So now, by making it illegal, we get cracked down on it, throw you in jail. Now we got free labor. And if you get pregnant, even better. The, the end game is to make money off of these stuff of people. And it's just, um, honestly, I feel like I don't know if I'm just getting older. And I, my parents always say, you know, Jesus coming back this the end of the days. But it really just seems like how much worse could it possibly get? You know what I mean? Right. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking these things away, it's it's it just shows you how powerless you really are. If you think about it, you can preach and do all that stuff, but they make decisions based on. And I don't want to get into a whole voting thing or whatever, but I do feel like there are things up there that have already been predecided or whatever, and it's strictly to exploit the lower class. And until we realize that, and I don't want to be poor Marco say burn all the shit down, but it's just like now what? Do you, okay, now what? Do you, this happened. So what's the what's what is our response to this? Papers with uh, sticks and yelling about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like I really, we gotta do something more than I, that. I really, we gotta do something where it hits home, dude. Because it's like, and also in twenty twenty two, they can make abortions illegal. They can do whatever they want. I'm sorry, that's my last thing. That's no, I agree. I know. I feel everything you're saying. I definitely feel everything what you're saying because it don't make sense to me either. I'm sitting here. I'm just like, but I do respect the California governor who came out and said. That if you people want to come to his state and have an abortion, they can, and they won't be pro- They won't ha- they won't help the other states in prosecuting. So, you know, so, I- it, so it's really just like the southern states that we're dealing with here, because a lot of the other states, some of the other states, they are still like they can have like safe abortions and stuff. It ain't everywhere in America, though. You're, you're really looking at. I was looking at a map earlier. I got. I did a, a horrible thing. I got on Twitter right to research. That and get live updates of the whole situation. I made that because mistake. Because it is, it is, it is a, a, a big moment. It's a big turning point. And obviously people are protesting. You guys probably already know this. All over the country. Um, every major city has had mass protests. There's protests in D.C. Um, hey, I, and just, we I, hey, I drove past a protest in Tampa too, by the way. I was like, they were protesting and, right by USF. And I think one thing we have to realize, right, is more than just voting. Because of the society that the 1% has created, this capitalism that Don B. mentioned earlier, you have a society where you're forced to ignore your civic duty. Nobody's doing community service. Nobody's at the Boys and Girls Club. Nobody's going to council meetings. You know when they put those little signs out on the road where it says, oh, we're getting ready to um, we're getting ready to eminent domain this whole neighborhood mm-hmm. we see things like that and we're like i don't have time to go to this meeting so we created this culture where we don't have time or the energy to care because it's more than voting republic let's be frank republicans block a uh from other countries to bring in baby formula mm-hmm. they block extra checks post pandemic mm-hmm. every single republican and a couple democrats they block anything that would help 
you know, working Americans, they blocked it. And they're sending a clear message. And unfortunately, half the country, at least, agrees with them. Mm -hmm. They agree with what yeah. these people are doing. And I just think, you know, voting is important. And enough more people need to vote. But I just want to tell people, as probably the more political person, you know, was saying within the Men's Only podcast, that it's going to mm -hmm. be more than voting. You got to make these people sweat. You know when you mess up at school and your black mama come up there Ooh. and she say, the, is the principal telling a lie? Mm -hmm. And you got to make a decision. You going to tell your mama in front of the principal face that she lying when you know they're not and you've been acting up? That's what the hell we got to do with these people in uh, the House of Representatives the senators, the appointed positions. When you look at the previous president, you look at the January 6th committee, bro. Do you see how many crimes these people committed? Hmm. Half of our federal, we don't even live in a democracy, bro. Half of our federal Congress were in on this. Mm -hmm. They were. It was inside. They were ready to kill for this, for their leader, Trump. I'm going to say it. They were ready to do whatever he wanted to do. So if we don't like the things that's going on, I told people on Facebook the other day, I've been ready. You want change? It don't come easy. No. Our ancestors bled, died, beaten, raped, whatever you could possibly think of and worse to just to get us the little bit of freedoms we had today. So if we want some change, I'm talking to the men out there because it ain't up to the women. The women, the black women have done so much, bro. They start the business. They're raising the families. They're the ones running for office. Where, where the hell are the other black men, bro? Where y'all at? I'm calling, I'm going to put out an APB. I'm putting out the bat signal. Where the hell the other black men at? Where we at, fellas? Because I don't, I see everybody hiding. Oh, that ain't my problem. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing. It's it. Yep. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry, bro. No, I, no, you good. You good. You you hit on some major points right there. No, you good. You are 100 right. Um, well, yeah. let me say one thing before you jump. Die. Niggas love fucking raw, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't like these. They don't care about STDs. They don't care about pregnancy. They don't care about people's feelings. What they gonna do now? Hey men, listen. The smart thing for men to do is wear a fucking condom, but I know they're not gonna do that. Uh, that that's the smart thing to do. That would be the smart thing to do. And also, I agree with Juggy. What Juggy was saying that the men need to step up. And you know what, men, us black men, if we step up, I damn, I guarantee you, there'll be a black woman right behind you. You know what I'm saying? There'll be a black woman supporting. So I did. So fellas. I got I I second that APB. We got enough to get out here and step up because there might be one or two black women in your corner like, hey, I'm with you. I'm with the cause. Go ahead, Don. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say this, and this might be controversial, and I hope we don't get, you know, clicked off of this. I'm not agreeing with anybody on the other side about January 6th. All I'm saying is, when are we going to get mad enough to do anything like that? Like, I ain't saying run up in the Capitol and shoot motherfuckers, but it's the way that they had just they they really radicalized behind what they believed and with Trump and this whole thing and how they continue to do it or whatever. It's just like I don't 
I don't have to agree with y'all, but I'm like, I feel like we'd be a lot farther along if we we just have we've just been so set in this respectability, just do better, pull your pants up, and be nice, and it's gonna all work out for us. And Christianity, as much as I is part of my life, it has hindered us so much of the way through because people don't want to take an action. They wanna they wanna put it all along and be like, you know, we're gonna pull it all out. And you know, on the buy and buy, we'll get our reward. It's like he didn't intend for us to live this way. That's an excuse to not move. I'm sorry. You got to, faith without works is dead. And this is past just sitting around, just letting things happen to us. So, yeah, I don't know what the answer is. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying get some tiki torches on the Capitol. All I'm saying is we need some kind of passion like that. It's not going to, it's, it's not, it's, we, we are past of negotiations because that's not what they want to give us. It's 2022. It's been hundreds and hundreds of years. It's like I just don't know. I just get I almost get fed up having these conversations because it's just like I listen. Don't ban it yet. Let me grab me fucking hands or something. And it's like because it's like that's the only thing that gets attention around here. It's just it just it's crazy. And so I don't know. It's, it's very frustrating to have these talks because I feel very powerless because you're one person. You know what I mean? You and me both. We both feel very powerless. It's like. It's like DeMarco and me are coming out saying, like, when are we going to burn this motherfucker up? I'm like, shit, now I'm about I see why Marco was always preaching, we need to burn this motherfucker up. Because that might be the only way to get some attention and stuff. Because we've been doing this peaceful shit for all these years, and ain't nothing happening. The trick is, the trick is, the January 6th people, they didn't go burn up their own local 7-Elevens and Targets and destroy their neighborhood right outside each other's stores. They took it to the people that needed to get it. So, whether they should have got it or not. That's what I'm saying. If y'all want to go out there and do all that stuff, take that to the north side. Like, go fuck up a fucking, I don't know, black and white market or something. Nordstrom's. Sometimes their stuff. Don't tear our stuff up. Go fuck up the, gentrif- the, the gentrified shit. That's what we need to go fuck up. Don't fuck we up just, all shit. I don't, I don't want to incite any kind of violence. I just want to see. I'm just so tired of just always being on the other end of just, just under the foot. Just. And, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Don and Vic? You know what's really funny about this? These people stormed the Capitol, right? They said they're losing their America. I'm sorry, did did white privilege just disintegrate into thin air? Because the last time I checked, the last time I checked, you get to do whatever the hell you want to do Anytime the way you do it, you could talk to a cop anytime, any way you want mm-hmm. to. You can get a job by just smiling. Nobody else can't do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just such a you're right, Don. We they we don't it. take enough action. I know I remember when uh Minister Louis Farrakhan he helped organize a million man march. Mm-hmm. I'm going to catch a lot of flack like this, but I'm saying this personally, this don't got nothing to do with Don. This don't got nothing to do with Vic. If every black man, every black man went and got a concealed permit and we all marched on D.C. organized in fatigues, I will put down a whole year my whole salary for the whole year i put it on the line 
that them motherfuckers will make some changes. I agree with I that. Promise you. I agree with that too. Them motherfuckers will make some changes. They're afraid. They will make changes if we do that. America is the bully that makes the most noise before the fight, so that you don't want to fight them. So it's like you're terrifying them. You know what I mean? The person that barks the loudest has a, the weakest. It's a mental, thing. Say it's a mental yeah. thing. If I intimidate you enough, make you feel like you have you have no rights or nothing else, and then on top of that, sprinkle on a few little gifts and gadgets on my phone, things to distract you. Like, yeah, now you, I don't have to worry about you too much. But if we, yeah, if, that, if something like that happened, because they're afraid, <laughs> that's why they lock the doors when you walk by. That's why they dig. They, they, when it's just you versus a group of them, they want to act black. That's why they call police like it's the customer service when black people just we just chilling, we ain't even doing nothing. They call black they, they call police like it's customer fucking service. Bro, they do bro, yeah. they call it close oh, they oh, I already, oh, I already called the police. But what? What you call because you uncomfortable, bro? Bro, Yo, I was at the let me I was at the bar last night. <laughs> the bar closes. They ask everybody, to, you know, it's closed. Y'all got to go. It's a little small hole in the wrong bar. Me and my friends leave. It's maybe a couple other black people in there, but we're the main black attraction. So we, they come up. Somebody came up to us individually. It was like, hey, y'all, we got to go ahead and wrap it up or whatever. We're like, okay, whatever. It's closed. We go outside. We're standing outside the establishment, just talking, having a black ass time, not doing anything crazy. It's like four of us, whatever. Do you know that one of the men, the people that worked there came out? Hollering us to get off of the, that we had to go to their closing of the leave. The bar is still full. We were the only people that left. The people are still in the bar. You come outside to the black people that are on here and say, I asked you guys to leave, but the, the, the bar is closed. Why are y'all still here? Da, 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 da. And then it turned into a whole thing. And my friend was, you know, it was, it was, it was a whole altercation. He's talking about he called, he's already calling the cops, all this stuff. And it's like, we are 30 something. It's me and two girls and my friend standing here. Why do you feel like that you are okay to go out and pick out those people? Because we're less than. And if you want to start some shit, you're not going to go to the white people here and try to go. The people are still at the bar drinking. It was underage people in there drinking. <laughs> the four of us, for some reason, it, it was such a kerfuffle that it turned into a full-on go out. It was it's just, I just blew my mind that it was just like, wow, like nothing changes. And then, now granted, I will not, I will be convicted. The man apologized later in the night because he got checked by the manager. I think he got convicted. Uh, but still, he came out like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. Look, I just had a real bad day. I just, I'm just snapping on people and blah 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 blah." But the fact that you picked us to snap on tells everything. I'm having a bad day, so who is over there? Let me go over there and talk some shit. That's exactly what you did. And it just, it just, it, it's this picture painted that, and no matter what the situation is, we are less than you are. And I don't take that line down no more. Like. And that's why he apologized because he got what he came there for when he came outside. Like it was about to get go real left, and that's even more annoying because now we're those people. But let's be those people then. You're not gonna just keep doing us like that. Like we're not bothering nobody and just spent money in your place. Like I don't know. I had to share that story because it's, it's just been on my mind all day. Like I'm just like, Yo, no, bro, I understand. You good, bro, man. You we good. I understand. All... It's like. If, if that was me, I'll be, I'll just take note. I'll be like, okay, I ain't come back to your establishment again. I don't give a damn if you apologize. The fact that you want to fuck with me? No. And I'm spending money in here? Fuck that. You gonna value and my dollars, bitch. You, you know, you know what's so funny, man? Where would they be without us, bro? They wouldn't be there. There wouldn't be no country. Wouldn't be no music. Wouldn't be no pop culture. Wouldn't be no good tasting food. 
Wouldn't be nothing, bro. It wouldn't not be literally nothing. nothing. Here. It would be a third world country. Wouldn't be no fashion. <laughs> wouldn't be no sports. Yeah. It would it be. Wouldn't be Bro, it wouldn't be squat, bro. It, it would be what it was intended to be. When the, the Europeans sent the motherfuckers over here, it wasn't to discover a whole new land and fight for freedom and da da da, da. They sent over all the prisoners, rapists, the people that the lowest part of society because they didn't think anything was out here. So, like, yeah, go over there and take that stuff, whatever, and that's it. And then when they got here and fucked around and found there was some actual legitimacy, you know what I mean, some good land and good things and good brown folks take advantage of, that's when they wanted to send over all the ships, and then they got to the slave trade, and they had everybody build a thing for them. But it was just degenerates that were over here, and that was the point. If we didn't, if we weren't here, they'd be living wild like animals. It'd be a third world country without black folks. Yes, but I'm gonna say black folks because I we love our, all of our brown people, but we also know that when the going gets tough, people like to jump on the good side of the line, and most of the yes, time, they do. Every time. Most because of the time I know there, there, are some, there are some Spanish people that look blacker than us, but they will go hard for their Spanish. I'm like, bitch, you blacker than us. How the hell are you Spanish? Because anything is better than being black. So Yeah. And the way that they treat, you know, our Spanish, shout out to all of our Afro-Latinas, Afro-Latinos. Yes, Afro Afro um, uh, we love y'all, but some of y'all need to wake up and smell the roses mm -hmm. real bad. Cause some of y'all like I'm Dominican, okay, bro. But what do they treat you like? Do they treat you like a Dominican or they treat you like a nigga? Hmm. Which one do they treat you like? Hmm. Please, please tell them because, because the slave trade did stop in the Caribbean, you know. When so. when when Haitians when Haitians go to the yard, do they treat them like Haitians? They treat them like niggas. Hmm. They be they be man. We ain't even gonna start on that. And the funny part about that. that. The funniest part about we, we, you know what, you know what, you're right. Let's move on because I don't want to think man, about this. Next topic, bro. We'll be here all night. Cause... Yeah, why not, man? I man, I was here for, I was here for the smoke, but hey. You know? <laughs> I don't want to because I don't want to offend nobody from the DR because we love y'all and we appreciate y'all's BBO. Listen, we, don't, I said, we don't ever want to offend nobody. We love everybody, but some of y'all, some of y'all need to tighten up, and some of y'all need to wake up, smell the coffee, and do better. That's all I'm gonna say about that because we know it ain't everybody. It's just the motherfuckers who need to tighten up. You know who you are. Those probably gonna be the same ones that get offended. The real ones are probably not gonna get offended. One hundred percent. Ladies and gentlemen, this is liquor talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Continue to pour that liquor. This is the season finale of liquor talk. Yes, Don, I see you with the wine. No, the water and stuff. No, I'm, I, wish it, I wish I was Jesus so I could make water into wine. <laughs> I ain't never been sober on this thing. That's why I get these raw emotions. Man, shit. You know how many episodes I've done sober? I've done a lot of episodes sober. But um, also, shout out to this black-owned um, lemonade company. This is a good-ass lemonade oh. Target. Black-owned. Nice. You know. Nice. Yeah, shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? Target while black. You know what I'm saying? I challenge everybody to follow them on Instagram. I don't give a damn if they don't follow back. You know what I'm saying? Target while black. Um, it'll help you find all the black products in Target because okay. they doing this shit. They show a link. They, they show it. All, all the black people that I know work for Walmart that have worked at a Walmart, myself included, and y'all asses ain't promoting the black products, but Target is? Okay, Target, y'all get these dollars. Yo, I got, Go I got a question for y'all. Did y'all have all Juneteenth off of work? 
Hell no. Well, no, listen, Florida don't regulate that. Some states you Wait, what happened? it off. Um, but did you, did you have Juneteenth off? Did y'all celebrate? Did you celebrate the holiday? Um, I mean, I celebrated, but I didn't. I don't work like. Oh, that's I right. You know what I mean? I, 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 I didn't get to take advantage of that, but I did go to a Juneteenth, well, in the park festival thing. My friend threw it was really nice, but so you, you were off. Y'all can say y'all I was not off, bro. My job. I don't know. Oh. Banks and stuff off of my ass got come to work and stuff. So, bro, they just water on the bridge, bro. I ain't even, yeah, I ain't gonna let them get me down, bro. For real, it is. I agree, I definitely agree and stuff. And but now, Fourth of July is coming up. I'm like, shit, I want to work on Fourth of July since I had to work on Juneteenth. Shit, hmm. Hmm. Hey, me, hmm. shit. yeah, man, get the OT, man, get that time and a half, you know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah. People gonna be out here going crazy. You know, ain't nobody gonna make it to work on that. What is it on Sunday this year? I think, I think so. I think it, I think it's on a Sunday. I think it's on a Monday. I think. I'm not for sure. Okay. On that. I have but to go back. I agree. Work, but yeah, I don't know how many people gonna make it to work on that day, y'all. I don't think a lot of people gonna make it, bro. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so either. But fellas, I gotta get to something that I saw a little controversial. Somebody said. Take sex, take sex out of it. You find out that not a lot of men like women. So, what do y'all think when y'all hear that? Because I can relate that to anything. I feel like there's a lot of people that if there's no benefit, then take the benefits away of that person, or you need something that person. You might not fuck with them. Why is that? Why is that the case? Why y'all feel like that's the case? Why do you think people really settle for that and and it's susceptible to those things? So. Men are sexual creatures, number one. True. We're very visual. Um, we usually talk to people based on attraction. It's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the problem is, is there's no self-control. Your society teaches you to be 007. You know what I'm saying? Knock down as many women as you can. You go out the country, knock women down. You put the notches on your belt. That's, what, that's being masculine, quote unquote, catch mm-hmm. my drift. Mm-hmm. So society teaches the boys that unfortunately a lot of guys grow up without dads. Go back to that whole conversation. So what you end up with is men who do not know how to talk to women, men who do not know how to carry a regular working relationship with women, and really do not respect women. They look at women as commodities. Look at the Supreme Court. I mean, I mean, we could go down a long list. So what I really think it boils down to is Women intellectually they develop faster than men growing up. So you got to put in work to develop those relationships. And I, I always tell I always tell you know people to ask me for advice. You should have women that are friends with boundaries. Mm-hmm. Key words, key phrase with boundaries that are just friends. Let me say that one more time. Because it's gonna go over a whole bunch of niggas' heads. You should have women in your life that's just friends with boundaries. Mm-hmm. A lot of men don't know how to do that. Yeah, which is really yeah. crazy to me. Yeah, and so yeah, I find that crazy too. And so it really, again, self-control, boundaries. A men get in the habit of they're chasing and chasing and chasing. It's like J. Cole said, you know what I'm saying? You spend your whole life, you, you come out of it. Come out of your mom and spend your whole life trying to get back in some, right? Mm. It's nothing 
innately wrong with that, but there has to be a balance. There has to be a balance. And again, a lot of men, they just used to talking to women to have sex. Sex is important. Sex is great, but it's not everything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? So again, this goes back to our, you know, I'm calling y'all out. Now, y'all might say, well, Doug, you know, Doug, you married. It's easy for you. Listen, my eyes still work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see in HD. I can see in <laughs> color. I can see in 4K. My eyes still work. You got to make a choice. It's that simple. You got to make a choice of how you mm-hmm. treat people. Treat them like people. Ask them what they like. Ask them how do they feel. It's not hard. Mm-mm. It's not. Mm-hmm. But we make it hard. So that let me get off my soapbox. Go ahead, Don. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. I don't even know if I remember the original question. The original question was, why do people always... Why is it that some people just don't like each other when there's no benefit? For example, it takes sex out the equation. There's a lot of men who just don't like women. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot as it should actually be like the majority. (laughs) I hate to say that, but uh, yeah, I think. No, I don't think. I think if women, if every vagina was was sewn up tomorrow, then women would be the very bottom of society. I'm keeping it real, which is crazy because they're the most powerful of everything. But that's just how niggas think. Like I was watching this show. I was watching. Um, I don't know if you ever watched the challenges. They used to come on the MTV, the MTV, the challenge with like the real world versus the world rules. Oh yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm a challenge obsessed like person. I've seen every season from like the '90s to now. I still watch them. All the time. I don't know. I, something about it, I just like. But it was. I was watching some old season where they were. Um, they had teams, and it was like a team, like good guys, like the new guys versus the old guys, or whatever. And there were guy girl teams. It was basically like the veterans that had been doing challenges before versus like the new school rookies or whatever. And uh, I think they they won a big cash prize at the end. Where they, the guys realized in the beginning, like, oh, we, if we sabotage all the girl days, then we get all the girls to go home, and at the end, it would just be guys left, and we'll win. Because they're assuming the final challenge is going to be something physical or whatever, and all they're not even thinking about there's puzzles, there's all kinds of other things, and even the physical yeah. stuff. Like they're automatically discounting that the women are completely useless, and the only ones that don't want to throw away are the two guys that are dating the other girls on the team. So they're getting some. So of course they don't want to get, the, get how to go get sent home because sex. <laughs> so it, it, I don't know. Me watching that was like it is. I thought about that when you were talking. It was just like that was a small microcosm of just the way men actually think. I'm sorry. I think that's right. the truth. I think the majority of men think that women have no value outside of what they can provide for you, and that is crazy. Because it's like, do we not have sisters and moms and aunts and people that take care of us that we love? Like, it's like I don't know. Outside of that immediate circle every woman outside of your family is just whatever and it's just i don't know i don't don't know what the disconnect is with with that i i haven't figured that out my whole life it just blows my mind how people can just think so little of what how we got here like without the women you know what i mean like i don't know i don't think i'm saying it right but i i think that 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 number is higher than we think i think if there was no sex involved It'd be a rap for women out here because men ain't shit. I hate to say that, but it's sad. But yeah, I don't know. It is 
it is sad, and I definitely agree with that. But it also shows that um how what men think of women, and also it shows men's relationships with women in their family because. If they have good relationships with women in their family, then it's possible that, hey, they, those men can see that women are valuable. But if they have toxic relationships with women in their family, of course, they're not going to think, oh, they're just going to think, oh, they're just there to smash and that's it. It's mm-hmm. like, and, and, you know, and I feel like you got to mature as well. So you got to definitely mature. You got to learn. And also, you're going to realize, and sometimes some men aren't accepting it as just seeing some women as friends. It's like, I'm guilty. It's like there's some women that I just thought of, like, hey, I just, yep. um, you know, it's happened, but I've matured yep. since, you know. But you know, because you learn, you live, and you learn. It'll happen again. This, I will be lying if I didn't have friends that I'm. I said I'm not attracted to some of my friends. Like, it, it's 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 a it's a mental thing. You know what I'm saying? It's like this person, I value them. I want them in my life. And I value something outside of whatever this mess is. So I want to keep you around. So let me just chill. Yeah. And let's just do this. And I'm so grateful for the situations because I have some friends in my life that I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad I didn't ruin this because this has been like my best friend. You know what I mean? Or right. This really got now, me. Listen, now y'all remember the chick that came on, on with us live that the first time we went live? Now I heard I knew her since FAMU, and I'm like, I'm like, I said, I thank God I didn't ask her out when I was, we were at FAMU because that conversation came up between us, but it just never materialized so it's like you thank god for your woman friends because you need them around because some of them will teach you some things about women and how to deal with women and also it gives it also shows women that hey we give a damn about y'all other than sex and women deserve to have safe male friends that they can call for things that they need help with like and i'm not gonna I'm really, you know, like i'm not gonna do the whole men thing yeah. because i i have guy friends that have female friends like, i know it's possible because i've seen it in my life like the people that's around myself with are like that like there's lots of we have friend groups we have girls and guys and all those things and yeah there's been cross-pollination you know here and there back in the day <laughs> but it's, it's still a mindset having a sexual thing, one or two, one or two things, because we are sexual people, and you know things happen or whatever. Sure. It, doesn't, it doesn't end the possibility of you still being a, gen, a genuine friend to me. It's the mindset behind it. If, if you got you got some childish shit, it's going to be a childish situation. But exactly. I still think that you can grow from even that. Like, oh, that happened. That was over with. I'm still going to be here for you. you. Don't mean you don't make nothing weird. Like I'm not. I don't have to run off and tell everybody that. Oh, I just met her. Like it's that weird stuff that I don't understand. Like. Yeah. And, and and can I throw out a pro tip real quick, fellas? Yeah. Yo, this is this man, this is for the fellas right here. Check this out. You having relationships with women with boundaries that are just friendships makes it easier for you and everybody else when you're actually trying to pursue something romantically or sexually. Because when women have a lot of men that they can be safe and feel, you asked, I was looking at something, my wife was looking at something the other day where they had a program, they were doing statistics where less than 20% of women feel safe around men. Think about that. Damn. Mm-hmm. Think about that for a second. They, 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 they're always, you can't do that your whole life, man. Let's just start out treating them as people. Because you're right. I, I can't tell you how many times a day I hear about men ain't shit. Men ain't this. Where are the men? Where are the men? That's all I hear. Where are the good men at? Where, where are the ones that are courteous? Where are the ones that can carry a conversation? That's you know, all I hear you know about. 
But and honestly, the asshole in me says you're probably some of y'all asses probably done friend zoned them because I, I feel like some that of y'all, y'all done friend zoned them. Y'all done conditioned us men to where if we're nice to you and being nice to you, oh you no, know, let's let's just be a friend. So let's treat him as a friend. That's true. Yep, yep. You, you, it's like we're so trapped in the cycle. It's so the, that image is so promoted. That whole like you know dogs and cats and chasing the kitty and that whole. So present that when you're not doing that, then the woman doesn't know how to feel most of the time. Like, and so if he, if he's soft or he's this or he's that, and it's just like that's the problem. Like, yeah. you, you complain, but at the same time, exactly. it's like y'all don't y'all y'all don't know what to look for because of the options that you've been given, what you've been taught and told. So yeah, it's and it's listen, just a cycle bro, that never ends. It really is a cycle that never ends. It's like because it's like sometimes you got to be friends with somebody before you can be with them. Yeah, but. Listen, you just gotta give. You gotta just gotta take that chance sometimes that this person is going to be consistent with what they're saying. There are some Russell Wilsons out here. Let's let's just be honest. You know what I'm saying? There's a uh, lot. They, they out there. There's plenty of Russell Wilsons, bro. The thing is that a lot of the Russell Wilsons are already just like Russell Wilson. They're in a happy, committed relationship. They mm-hmm. probably have some women friends, but like I said, he probably has boundaries with those women friends in his life. And that's all that I'm saying. You can flirt, you can do whatever, you can go out. I don't care, live your life. I'm just saying some of the women that you interact with, just be courteous, just be kind, bro. It. You're right, a lot of women aren't used to that. But if we start doing it more, I think it would just make, make it a regular yes, for you, everybody. Regulated, you know on Twitter when I was like, let's normalize no, 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 they say stupid stuff like normalize so and so conversation. Let's what? normalize treating people with respect. Have you seen that? I know y'all saw that viral video like last year of that girl at the gas station, and it was like forty niggas on her, like, like a few, like. Bro, that, that was so odd. Yeah, that was crazy. Man. My mind is like, did, did she not have any man, any male no. she could call on to be like, hey, can you come put gas in my car, something like that? But, yeah, part of me, part of me is just like, okay, unless you were like out of gas and it's the only gas that you had to go to, then you kind of walked into. But it shouldn't even be a blaming thing because it's like, what are you niggas doing? Like, she's going to get gas and pumping gas, and they were all like bum rushing her. Like she's fighting through like a crowd to get back to the thing, and it's just like, are y'all niggas that oh, starved? Have you seen the video? Yeah, I, I seen it. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking serious. about, bro. I'm just like. It's- Bro, it's gotten to the point, bro. Well, I think I mentioned this on the last men's only round. I think I mentioned to you, and Marco was like, What's that? I told y'all about incels. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Marco, look it up. And he was like, What is that? Bro, it goes back to how we treat each other, man. Everybody wants to get treated well. If you want to get treated well, it makes sense that you should treat other people well, be they male or female. Yes, the way you interact with a man and a woman is different. Duh, I got that. We all got that. But the problem is you got all these guys that their only thing they do is just like the guys in that video you mentioned. They just, they're always hunting. Yeah. They're they're like zombies, bro. Zombies. They just want to make everybody else zombies. Yeah, it looks like The Walking Dead, basically. That's exactly like, what it was like. She was getting The Walking Dead. You you could be on you could be on you could be on man 
you could be on a game show. Mm -hmm. You could be on a friend's trip in the log cabin. Just, it's a balance. The more you practice it, the better you're going to get at it. Mm -hmm. That's real. That's it's, right. it's just that simple, bro. And you, it's like, bro, I'm, I'm ready. I'm going to I'm going to get some pussy, man. That's great. Awesome. I know people like that. They all they they're never not on the hunt. It's like, bro, do you do self-care? Do you do any yeah. time growing yourself? Do you read? Do you do anything else? They just they're like wolves. They're like wolves, man. So yeah. I just, I, I just, I wish that I could, and I will. I told y'all I wanted to mentor some young kids, and I'm going to make a commitment to do that because these these boys are growing up, man. They don't have no guidance okay. on how to do this stuff. No, you got to be taught how to do some of this stuff. You got to be taught. It, I don't have to teach you how to change no women. <laughs> and I ain't got to teach you that. But to treat them with kindness respect, for some reason, I got to teach that. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. really just, I feel bad for women sometimes. I'm just, just going to be open and honest with you. But go ahead. Listen, sometimes, sometimes I feel bad for women, but the hurt side of me, the side of me that's been treated like shit by women for all these years is like, man, fuck y'all. Some of y'all, y'all deserve this, but. <laughs> you know, that's my healing. That, that's my healing. I feel, but it's like I understand <laughs> it's like y'all should be doing this because I got siblings. I got I got women I'm close to. I'm like I hate it for them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like right. I get it, and I definitely feel like that men we need to find other things to occupy our time than chasing these women. I'm like because I feel like if we focus on our bag or occupy ourselves with whatever we're passionate about. The right woman will show up. The universe will send that right woman for show up. Because guess what? You can chase that woman and then finally get her and realize that she ain't worth it. That you done waste all this time chasing her and she ain't worth it. Uh -huh. And then, then what you gonna do? I don't know. And then, and then, and then some dudes they smash and they just sit there in emptiness. Like, okay, I got it. I smashed. You put that notch on your belt. Now what? Now what? You don't like her. You don't know her. Now what? Yeah, listen. That's all I'm like, saying, bro. It's like, you know what I feel like? Everybody in general, look. Listen, if you know damn, you got to ask yourself. Do I really fuck with this person? Can I really see myself fuck with this person on a friendship vibe or whatever kind of vibe it is without any kind of benefits, whether it's sex, whether it's money, rise to work, whatever it is, whatever that benefit is, can you do it for this person without this benefit? Can you hang around this person if they weren't benefiting you? If the answer is no, you leave them the hell alone. Don't ask them Correct. for shit. Correct. But if you can, then hey, make it happen. Don't ask them for shit. And also, if you're not ready to reciprocate, if you're not ready to make shit happen for them, don't leave them the hell alone. That's what it boils down to for men and for women. If if let's say if they're if you can like them with no benefits, then hey, that's the person you want to vibe with. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember back in the day, like I was guilty of that, like because 
um, I, a female friend called me out. She said, oh, you just want to hang with them because you want to join their fraternity. I was like, I was guilty at the time. Yeah, 20 year of me was guilty at the time. Yeah. So, of course, <laughs> I was going to be at all the parties and all their little, little seminars and stuff. So, yeah. But looking back at it, you had to learn. So, it's just. So, now I do ask myself, if I, um, if it was, if there was no benefit, would I really fuck with y'all? Both of y'all know what right. they are. Damn, damn sure know. Both of y'all know I'll come kick with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're all kicking together, you know. So, mm. obviously. But ladies so, and gentlemen, go ahead, mm, Juggie. No, no, go ahead, man. Go ahead. My bad. Ladies and gentlemen, this looks out. Juggy, what are you about to say? Bro, I just thought about something. <laughs> These dudes about to be out here impregnating women who can't have abortions, and they finna be getting killed on this child support, bro. They are. Hold on, if they're smart, if they're smart, they'll wear a condom or be try to smash her in a state where abortions are legal. It's gonna be a whole bunch of Nick Cannons. Without Nick Cannon money, and they're gonna be in jail (laughs) making the government Nick Cannon money. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Bro, I'm just saying. Because a lot of of y'all stupid ass niggas out here looking at Nick Cannon talking about some suit. He ain't got no money. And even with the money he has, he's still not going to be a good father of them kids. Bro, he's still ain't going to be able to do it, bro. I'm telling you. It, it's impossible. Yeah, that's impossible. That that's that spread your seed shit is so crazy to me. But you're just setting up more children for failure. You're bringing more kids into the world without a stable home, which is going to create more problems. And they're going to grow up and create more kids. It's just, it's just like, it just, it's so selfish and disgusting. But yes, it's whole, I'm, I'm a man, I'm leaving my seed, and this is my legacy. And this is, shut up. That's so listen, fucking I saw, I saw, um, so dumb Listen, I saw episode, um, Ayala Vazan Fix My Life, where she was talking to men that had 30 kids and 40 kids and 20 what? kids. What? Um, yeah, there was an episode where she's talking to men that were like, oh, I want to spread my seed. I'm like, can you afford those kids, man? Can you afford what the fuck, man? It, it costs so fucking much to raise these kids nowadays. Man. I want to smack the shit out of all of them. Because bro, they, they're they only doing this abortion shit targeting a certain race. They're not targeting us. They don't give a damn about us. We know we can make babies. They don't give a damn about us. It's the other races and us, some of us brothers, we need to realize we are not going nowhere. We've been here since the beginning of time. We ain't going nowhere. Bro, they say one kid, your average American kid, costs uh, almost $85,000 a year, bro. So you tell me how you gonna do that times how times twenty times fourteen with different baby mamas with like three of them that are the same age. Mm-hmm. It's impossible, bro. There's it's, no they way. They all be assholes. They all gonna be con- con- friends and ganging up on you and stuff. We'll see your ass on the Mars show, and I'm like, man. And that's it's how crazy. some of the pro athletes go broke too, right there, having all them damn kids. Bro, I'm you, praying for all them kids, man. The only ones that, that are safe are Mariah's kids. <laughs> the rest of them, we don't know what's going to happen. Nick Cannon's, uh, yeah, I'm praying for everybody. I don't care if it's Nick Cannon or any celebrity that has four women in one year. Kids. How? Four women know. in one year. You're doing it on purpose. At this You're point. definitely doing it on purpose. I but why are they still up. sleeping with him wrong? Because it's about the money for them too. Them kids are checks. That's all it is. 
Nobody's going to be smart, though. They're not thinking smart. No woman is sitting around being like, oh, man, I really, you know, I really, Lord, please give me a baby by Nick Cannon because I would just love that baby. And Nick Cannon's just the best father in the world. No, these chicks are wilding out chicks <laughs> and the models. And they see him on there and they want that lifestyle. The baby is the last thing considered in the overall equation. On all parts. Mm-hmm. Which is the saddest part because that baby's going to grow up to be a toxic adult doing the same thing that he saw y'all doing. And then we just stay down here, which is what they want. We stay ignorant. But yes. I'm done talking about that topic. <laughs> no, I, I get it. No, I get it, man. I'm sitting over here. I'm getting it. I'm just like, you know what? It's just, I'm just saying to myself, when the time comes for me to have a kid, I'm just hoping that I'm well off and I can afford 85000 a year. And I just hope it's just with one person. I'm not trying to spread my seed with 50 million people, you know. It's, it's crazy. Silly, so, man. Silly. And it's also silly factoring in the fact that black women are more likely to die from pregnancy than any other race of women. And then also factoring in these doctors still don't give a damn about us. Don, I know you saw that during the season season of Insecure, and we talked about that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about that. I mean, that's been a thing, too. It's another targeted thing. Like, it's not, a, it's not a coincidence. It's not a stereotype. It's not like, oh, why did black women die more? Because they let y'all die. <laughs> like, you know, they don't you know, care. I that in medical school, that some medical schools were teaching that teaching those white kids that black women can withstand more pain. Yeah. That's that is the most infuriating. I, I always go back that to that. That wasn't one school. That's like across the board. Like, it's a, it's a thought. Like, not an HBCU, though. But I, I never forget an example that always comes up in my mind is Serena Williams when they did a big uh, op-ed of her account when she was pregnant with her child, and she looked, she looked down, and she felt something was wrong. She knew something was wrong. She had to argue and beg with the nurse to run a test. She even knew what test to run. She should not have to do that as a pregnant woman in labor. Hmm. She had to beg, and she's Serena Williams. Didn't I hear a uh, recent article something about Beyonce having issues when she had when she was she twins and, whatever, and she ran out the whole hospital and um, did or die having them twins because they, they, they didn't believe uh, when she was saying certain stuff. It's like if you Beyonce, then it's a wrap. Like nobody's safe out here. They don't care. It's they don't like, care. Which is why us black people we need to we need to do this research and find our black doctors that give a damn about us. We gotta find our black doctors that give a damn about us. You know, they say it's the same amount of black doctors in the USA right now than it was in the 1960s. Two percent. And mm-hmm. like most industries, it needs an overhaul because most black people can't afford to spend. 12 to 20 years in school before they get checks. Let's just be real, bro. I got a friend, one of my best friends, one of my dogs. We both ride for each other to the day we die. I met this dude when I went to USF in 2010. He's just now in residency, bro. So it takes a long, and I have other friends too, that they're just, you know, becoming doctors, just starting to get checks. So there's a lot to consider. We do need a lot more doctors, but you got to think about what you got to give up. Mm-hmm. Your 20s gone, 30s gone, half your 40s gone. That's, That's what you got to get to become a doctor. 
I mean, unless you're an absolute unit of a, a genius, and even still, the human body is incredibly complex. I got a cousin that's been trying to get get to medical school since she graduated from college. <laughs> she's 32 now, and that's me. She's a doctor. She's not. There's hoops you got to jump. There's all kinds of stuff. It's not like by design. It's, it's yeah, we can't afford stuff, but it's intentionally set up that way to even discourage you from going. Like she's been to students. I, I I can go all day about all the hoops she's had to jump through and all the money she's paid over the years and all these different tests and all this stuff that you study for and do. And at the end of the day, they're going to select who they want to select. Because my cousin, she's a genius. Like there's no reason why this person cannot be in medical school. I'm so I, she gave up eventually because you know life. You got a kid. You got to move on. What are you going to give up to become that? Right. So you sacrifice a lot. I get it. It's not worth it sometimes, but anyway. Yeah. You yeah, I get it too, you know, it's like, you know, so I'll just leave it there. We'll leave it there, ladies and gentlemen. This is Liquor Talk, the season finale. Fellas, I cannot believe we made it. We made it through another season. I couldn't have made it without y'all. Every month y'all checking in. Also, I want to thank all of the guests that then came through. Like I said on the last episode, y'all are highly appreciated. Even the ones that had the opinions that made me say, I'm probably not going to invite you back on Look at Talk. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to keep it real because we've all been in a room with somebody. In the back of our mind, we're saying, this is the last time we hang with somebody, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, but, listen, all the time, bro. but listen, this was arguably the toughest season of Liquor Talk, but we finished it. We got through it, you know what I'm saying? You can't ever doubt my passion for podcasts because even when life is saying fuck you at every obstacle, everything you can say, you can't catch a break. Despite that, you can gather yourself and get on the podcast. And another thing I would say to people, find that thing. I don't care if it's podcast or whatever it is. Find that thing that you can do to just take your mind off the bullshit. Whether it's having an hour conversation with somebody in a different place, whatever it is, find your thing and do it. You got to find your thing and perfect it, ladies and gentlemen, because there's money to be made and there's time to be conquered. Because if you're just sitting around being miserable, you life I don't know what's happen to you. Yep. Life will pass you by if you don't do nothing. You got to sacrifice something to get something. And it's always worth it at the end. Yes. Don yep. Juggy, I'm definitely looking forward to a return of y'all shows. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking forward to it. Juggy, um, I don't know what's up with your Atlanta dream, but I see the Vegas. Vegas is just dominating, man. Bruh, it's a long story, bruh. You know, my Atlanta dream, again, we got much wins than we did all last year. We are struggling right now. We got a lot of people hurt. Listen, Las Vegas Ace is led by Becky Hammond, a future Hall of Famer, bruh, and led by perennial MVP candidate Adrian Wilson from the South Carolina Gamecocks. Listen, I know a lot of people got a lot of negative stuff about the WNBA, but they ain't never even took the time to watch the WNBA game. And I guarantee you, if you watch them aces, that is some exciting basketball. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They, they do have some exciting basketball. And also, I'm going to say free Brittany Griner, man, Russia, y'all. Free BG. Free BG. crazy, man. That is Bro. so crazy over our damn cartridge, man, over them that little vapes. I'm like, they're going to hold over that. She's a political yep. prisoner, yep. bro. They're using her as bait right now, bro. So we got to continue to push to, to make yes. that happen. The White House, y'all need to get on y'all job. Y'all can infiltrate foreign countries. Y'all can mess up the government, but you can't free BG. 
Man, bump y'all, man. Y'all need yeah. to get on y'all job with getting her up. Yes, y'all need to get on your job for her. Because I guarantee you, if it was a Becky with a good hair that Beyonce sung about on Lemonade, hmm. y'all asses would be moving <laughs> hell to heaven to hell to get her home. If it had been Tom Brady, would he still be in jail? Hmm. Mm. Absolutely not. I don't think so. I don't think he would still be in prison, bro. No, no, no. No. Niggas would rally for behind that. Yes. We need to bring her home, goddammit. We need to bring her home. Listen, hey, we love all all our black women of all types. Bring her ass home. And also, one thing, shout out to the Don B with the Studio Max Orlando. Y'all, me and Don gonna make it happen. There's gonna be a couple of episodes that look and talk that do come from the Studio Max Orlando. We'll work that out in the future. Absolutely. And also, I'm looking forward to Jug come back. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we can just all do the men's only round at the uh, the Studio Max Orlando. Since we'll make it happen. We will make it happen. We'll make we'll it happen, happen, bro. We're gonna make we it happen. We're gonna make it happen. Tell the people where y'all can find y'all at. on twitter at boj uh bowling on instagram y'all can follow me if you're looking for me on facebook um it's boj radio just look it up you'll see the black ten commandments on the front page and you found the right place thank y'all thank you Vic. always appreciate you big dog i appreciate you too man Don, where people can find you um, as usual, it's, you know, the Don B on all platforms, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can also follow the Independent Dream Factory, see what we got going on, all of our events, and also Studio Max has a new page. So look out for StudioMax.Orlando on Instagram and check us out. And again, thank you for having me. And honor to be here. Gentlemen, thank you all for tuning in for Season 4. Season 5 of Look at Talk will be coming in September, so we're going to be coming right before football season, so y'all look out for that. Y'all tap in with us because we're going to be on Instagram Live over the summer. Just because we ain't potted, we're going to be on Instagram Live with the people over the summer. But from the bottom of my heart, I wholeheartedly appreciate everybody that has tapped in with Look at Talk. Y'all are the reasons I keep going with this thing. The random messages I get, the people shouting us out on Twitter, I'm quoting us on Twitter, the people that are tapping it in. Y'all are the reason we keep going. So listen, everybody find your thing and do it. For all my people out there, don't give up on whatever your dreams are. Just keep pushing until season five. Holler at us on Instagram Live. Pull up another shot for our season Thank you, everybody. We are out. Season four in the books. We out, y'all. Season four, done.